I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the most haunted city on earth. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the most haunted city on earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And I'm JT Timmons. And that's Patrick. And that's Patrick. Is that his noise? <laughs> oh. That's the Patrick call. All right. <laughs> Well, if you uh, if you're only listening, Patrick is a neon sign behind us of a bat that's flapping its wings. That's Patrick. Yes, he's a part of the show. He's, yes, he's a part of the show. He's named him. But yes. again, if you're if you're only listening, you wouldn't you wouldn't know what we're referring. Well, they to. don't know if Patrick's just like Patrick <laughs> around just, us in some, silence. <laughs> some guy in the corner with his thumb up. <laughs> name's Patrick. <laughs> but anyways, uh, well, <laughs> just, my dad had a sinus problem when I was born. He meant to say Patrick, but Patrick. His name is Patrick. But anywho, um, so today we're going to be talking about Dudley Town, Connecticut. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. A cursed town here in the U.S., which is um, super weird and creepy. And yeah. we'll get into all of and that. there are many cursed towns. We can do mm-hmm. a, whole, uh, a whole series on cursed towns. We just And might. we will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about Dudley Town. Uh, but before we get into that, I uh, want to thank a couple new parajunkies. So we want to thank Mary Beth. We want to thank Natasha, Shauna Stotler, and Tracy Totten. Thank you so much yeah. for becoming para junkie. Become para junkie for no ads ever. Zero. Yeah, new no ads. Um, they no ads. they get live streams. They get all sorts of fun ad things. Ad free. Ad free. Um, if you become an ultra para junkie, uh, they just recently got like a super cool Halloween surprise. Oh yeah, which was pretty awesome. Uh, just for the ultra para junkie tier, which is I hate super- putting ads in the stuff that we put up. I know it's necessary, but I really you know like absolutely can't stand putting ads in. Right, it's like it, it feels like it's like tarnishing the value, like not the value, but like the quality <laughs> of the show. It's like. You know, they're into a story and all of a sudden an ad comes up and it's like paper towels and they're like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just become a pair of junkies so you can see our art raw. All right. Ew. Uh, I ew. hated the way yeah, that was that described. It was horrible. <laughs> ew. Go ahead and watch it with commercials. Uh. Ew, right. <laughs> Keep the paper towels. I don't want that. No. Come see our raw art. But ew. Um, uh, mm. Anyways, um, we are a couple pair of junkies away from hitting 140, uh, which is very exciting. And that is the number that we set that if we hit 140 pair of junkies, paid pair of junkies, because it does give you an option to be yeah. a free pair of junkie, but you That's really. True. First off, don't get anything, and also that defeats the purpose of why <laughs> uh, we set the goal. But 
Um, yeah, if you become a paid para junkie and we hit 140, uh, we will be going to Waverly Hills in Kentucky and we're going to do a private investigation of that super creepy, haunted, crazy place. Maybe we'll make Um, it into a documentary film. Yes. Yes. And we will record it for you and I might get poked in the eye again. You never know. There's a good chance. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good chance. Her eyes are very pokeable. They are. Well, I was, I literally, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, first off, (laughs) you missed out on a pretty fun uh, live stream that we did in uh, the basement, the dungeon, the dungeon of uh, in Charleston, South Carolina, chaotic ghosts, uh, pirate ghosts, pirate prisoner ghosts. So what do you really expect? But regardless, they poked me in the eye through my eye mask and they were like, cause we were doing the Estes method and they're like, did that hurt? I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe because they were pirates. They're trying to say yes, because you know, Pirates say yes by going, I. I. <laughs> but the, it's, it's I, the answer. I. <laughs> I. Oh, oh, oh. They're yes. like, welcome. You can't be a pi- you can't be down here if you're not a pirate with a missing eye and you need an eye patch. You need an eye patch. So, or you had double eye patch at that point. Right. And I was like, oh my God, I've never been poked in the eye by a ghost. <laughs> like Boy, one of these eyes works. It was very bizarre. I, they already barely work. <laughs> I have horrible vision and I don't need ghosts making it worse. <laughs> Anyways, um, moving on. So we're going to talk about Dudley Town. Uh, Dudley JT, Town. we didn't have any other announcements, correct? Uh, no, I just wanted to. Uh, I wanted to read what Ben sent me. Oh yeah, go um, for it. Yeah. For, so we had a TikTok go viral, um, and it was the girl in the the boxing ring. And uh, Ben did a little bit more. Ben is the uh, original poster. He's the owner of the photo, and um, he uh, he sent me. A little information that I thought would be a, like a kind of dope a follow up, yes, yeah, for people who have you know either just found us um, from the photo uh, from the TikTok or you know people have been listening and just saw it. If you haven't seen the TikTok, go on TikTok it's right there. All right, um, let's see. So he said, um, "I spoke to my dad last night about it because his dad owns the building." And his small town and his family have for many years. He said there was a fire years and years ago. Uh, His boss didn't say a time frame, though. A girl was crushed by steelwork there, too. Oh, yeah. Interesting. It's now a place called Viking Signs, and um, they have reported things will go missing or move. Interesting. Interesting. Haunted spot. Yeah. Very. Well, if we ever make it over to the UK, well, yeah, we'll go visit uh, we'll, you. We'll, we'll do it eventually. If um, all the people who are on the brink of becoming a pair junkie become a pair junkie, and then boom goes mm-hmm. dynamite, we're over in the UK doing this, looking so, for the demon in the box. If we get to five hundred <laughs> para junkies, oh, we get five hundred para junkies. Heck yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll 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 make a we'll make a trip across the pond. We all will. Day, yeah, maybe we'll take Emma from real life. Um, uh, ghost stories with oh, right. us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, she's homie. Yeah, cool. exactly. Emma, if you're listening, <laughs> I don't even know if she listens to podcasts because not all podcasters listen to podcasts, which is a fun yeah, fact, but that's it's, uh, I don't know if she's listening, that's but true. if you are, Emma, we'll come visit you and we'll mm-hmm. take you to this creepy place. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll take her out of Ireland. So, and, anyways, right. so we'll, um, We'll head on into Connecticut now. Connecticut. Uh, so Dudley Town, Connecticut, often referred to as the Village of the Damned. 
Deadly Town, Connecticut. A gr- yeah. uh, that's there you go. That's the title of today's episode. Deadly Town, Connecticut. Deadly <laughs> <laughs> I love how country we get in in all day. I'm from Connecticut. Yeehaw! <laughs> no, it's like, I have a trust fund, but I yeah. live in the damned. Well, so let me tell it's you, like, I'll, I'll tell you, I own the forest, and I won't let anyone go in there. Yeah, whoever owns the forest, let people in. I. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a, it's a sanctuary now, right? It's a wildlife refuge. Who cares? It's, <laughs> uh, anyways. And it's 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 saving people from, from themselves, because... Let us in. Lord knows people will let go in, in and get eaten. But they, but we their need faces. To, but we need to go, anyways. <laughs> anyways, um, so it's an abandoned settlement that has a reputation of being haunted, as you can tell by our calling it deadly town. Um, this ghost town was once a thriving community in the 18th century, located in the area of Cornwall. It's not actually a town, but rather part of Cornwall that became known as Dudley Town. So the legends surrounding Dudley Town included tales of mysterious disappearances, strange sightings, unexplained phenomena, all the good things. And stories suggest that the area is cursed, possibly due to the alleged misdeeds of the Dudley family while they were in England before immigrating to America. Chased. Chased across the sea. So... Uh, over the years, and we'll obviously do more of a breakdown of all this, but over the years, reported, reports of shadowy figures, orbs, ghostly apparitions, as well as eerie feelings of dread have been associated with the area. And additionally, there have been claims of a silence in the forest around Dudley Town. Wait until you hear the name of the forest. It'll make a lot of sense. I feel like they really <laughs> asked for it. Yeah, really. Um, but... With an absence of the usual wildlife sounds that add to the unsettling atmosphere. Um, And as a preface, before we get into any of this, this is private property. They do not welcome visitors. It is, uh, you will get arrested for trespassing. Do not go to Dudley Town if you listen to this and they're like, I'm going to go traipse around into that forest. You should probably go to Dudley Town. I'm not catching a charge for Dudley Town. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, you know, New England is woefully haunted very ridiculously haunted so dudley town is is not even on the top of the list really because when when people talk about haunted places in new england there's plenty there's so much going on yeah so um so this is interesting because dudley town is one of those like great local lore legend lore kind of things but it doesn't have that international like uh i only know about it vaguely because I'm technically from Connecticut and like spending – Well, it's weird because my family's uh, military, but my grandparents were from Newington, Connecticut. And so every time we went anywhere for holidays, we always went to Newington, Connecticut. And I even lived there for a short period of time. But the stories are insane and off the hook. And I remember driving past where – through Cornwall, past where Dudley Town and, – and the very casual – Mention mm-hmm. yeah, abandoned town over there. People die. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, no good. No good. <laughs> no good happens here. Zero out of question. Who else, when hearing Dudley Town, thinks of Harry Potter? Everybody. Everybody. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I I, I don't know. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me, except for just the fact Dudley. Yeah. Dudley. But like crazy, right? I don't yeah. Know. Okay. Anyway, Anyways, sorry. So, <laughs> curse of the Dudley family. So the curse of the Dudley family uh, had origins, er, is kind of the source of the uh, hauntings, a lot of people believe. 
Um, and they believe that the Dudley family was cursed when they were in England. The curse was said to begin with Edmund Dudley, who was beheaded for treason during the reign of Henry VIII. Um, this curse is alleged to have followed the Dudley descendants to America, where it caused misfortune and madness. Um, so... Uh, Edmund Dudley was a financial agent of King Henry VIII um, and was executed for treason after the king's death. And his son, John Dudley, Duke of Northumberland, was also executed for attempting to uh, place Lady Jane Grey on the throne. Hmm. Oh. So, mm-hmm. so, that's super intrigue. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's very interesting. I like yeah, it. I like it. I, yes. like it. I like it. I like it. I like so, it a lot. The descendants of the Dudley family immigrated to America in the 17th century, and one member of the family, Thomas Dudley, became a respected governor of Massachusetts uh, Bay Colony. Okay. Now, however, it is his relatives who later settled in the area of Cornwall, Connecticut, that became associated with the Dark Legends. So the curse was said to bring about madness, suicide, fatal accidents, and natural disasters to those who lived or near the area of Dudley Town, mm. and they all experienced various tragedies, and the curse was blamed for these misfortunes. Mm. Um, now, there was also another person who was associated with um, causing some more of the uh important madness if you will and that was the horace greeley connection oh so some accounts loosely associate the area with the tragic death of horace greeley's wife who is said to have either died under mysterious circumstances or gone insane Uh, with some versions of the tale suggesting that this was connected to a curse associated with the greeley's land near dudley town before we go any further yes go for it i would like to say that Horace Greeley is such a good name for like a ghost, right? Haunted by Horace, Horace Greeley. Greeley. <laughs> That's the spirit of Horace Greeley coming through the fields to eat your face. Exactly, I completely agree. Yeah, Horace Greeley. It doesn't get better than that. Old Horace, Horace Greeley. Greeley. You can still hear his cries in the middle of the night after he killed his wife. And right. then, and it's up there with Ichabod Crane. You know, it's, it's got that nice sound to it. Horace Greeley. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, you're you're good. But yes, so the Greeleys' land was near Dudley Town. However, um, uh, basically. Uh, this was slightly discredited because Horace Greeley, according to records, Horace Greeley's re- uh, wife died in New York, mm. ah. but they did live near Dudley Town, mm. so not impossible that she's not saying I'm sure. going to cause madness. I think it's the curse of the Dudley family personally, but that is just me. So I like a good curse here. Yeah. Right. Um, so the legend of Dudley Town includes claims of a high, uh, unusually high number of suicides among its residents. Uh, and these claims contribute to the lore that paints the area as cursed or haunted. Um, now, here are some of the various stories that are associated with that. So um, some stories suggest that the harsh living conditions, isolation, and possibly the influence of the supposed curse led some individuals in Dudley Town to take their own lives. Um, now... None of these have very specific names or dates associated with it, but it was the 18th century. I mean, we yeah. weren't really keeping record of suicides. And also, it was very frowned upon. So, yeah, of it was course. probably kept secret in a lot of cases anyway. Exactly. Um, 
There is also the supposed suicides that are woven into a broader narrative of a curse that befell upon Dudley Town um, because of the Dudley's family's ancestral connection to English nobility and uh, the regicide of King Charles I mm. or to local Native American curses and the curse uh, supposedly manifested as mental illness, which turned into suicide. So they believe that the Native Americans cursed the colonists, okay. which is a little bit... Um, a bit of a stretch. I yeah. mean, uh, th that one's a little Maybe slightly racist. A, a little bit, but it is one of the the theories, if you will. Um, Although, also coming into the idea that um, some people believe that the Salem witch trials uh, and the behavior in Salem was caused by a type of mold. Yes. Uh, on their bread, on their rye mm -hmm. that they were yeah. using yep. for the bread. Um, that whole region might have, you know, uh, uh, that type of mold on their wheat grains that could contribute to uh, like a large scale psychosis that seems to be appearing, you know, self-destructive patterns and things like that could be because they were eating food that was made with, you know, um, toxins that could cause this kind of mania. Exactly. And um, yeah, so that is definitely not out of the realm of possibility. But also in something we'll mention, too, is if you're living in these times where very harsh winters. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, not great access to anything medical. Um, imagine if you got a toothache and you couldn't do anything about it because there's no yeah. dentist in your uh, area that would also drive people insane and want to take their own lives. Sure. There's you know. stories like in Vermont, people would die, but you wouldn't know it until spring mm. because they were under snow drifts. Wow. And you basically wait until spring and find bodies just lying about exactly. because people had frozen to death. Um, some people also say that only specific families um, who had relations to the Dudley family, like if they were related or very close friends, that they were the ones that would also be cursed into committing suicide. But also that is neither here nor there. But um, that could also speak to like a certain toxin because it's possible that a certain strain of blood doesn't, you know, yeah. um, react well to certain things. You know, it's, it's kind of like allergies. You know, you could be genetically predisposed mm -hmm. to certain things or even mania for that matter for, uh, you know, certain uh, mental illnesses are hereditary. So yes, who knows? Um, now there are over time, the deadly descendants spread out and the population of Dudley town grew. And the curse was rumored to affect anyone who came to live in the area, not just the Dudley family um, and not necessarily in the suicide factoid, but more in like the insanity side of it. But that also just could have been that the area was awful. Yeah. And so, um, so today the tale of the Dudley family curse is a mix of historical anecdote, folklore, and paranormal speculation. Uh, but because there's a lack of written records from the time of Dudley, Dudley Town uh, when it was inhabited, it makes it difficult to decipher between fact and fiction. And that is the case with a lot of these, like ghost towns, if you will. Oh, absolutely. Um, but when it comes to hauntings, though, uh, so there's a lot of unexplained phenomena. There have been numerous reports of strange occurrences such as floating orbs of light, sudden drops of temperature, and unexplained myths. Also, not uncommon when it comes to uh, 
residual type haunting. I mean, it was a town at one point. There's going to be energy left behind. And especially if it's like that high volume of like people losing their minds. Um, Yeah. And some people would actually argue that um, the insane mind is churning out a different type of energy into the uh, air, the way that they uh, process information, what they can see and what they can do. Uh, it's possible that the agitation of the brain waves can actually alter an environment yeah. and make that environment more uh, susceptible to poltergeist activity, to you know, to um, extra dimensional and paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. But visitors and past re- uh, residents have described the area as having an oppressive silence um, and punctuation, uh, punctuated occasionally by disembodied whispers and ghostly laughter. Nobody likes that. Nobody no. likes that. Nobody. Um, now, when it comes to the mental illness side of things uh, as well, several accounts from the 19th century tell of residents who suffered from insanity. Um, and there are lots of people who lived in Dudley Town who became mentally ill and were dying under mysterious circumstances or were committing acts of violence. Wow. So now there are a lot of um, reports that the water was contaminated at the time. This could also be yeah. a big hand in the fact that people Absolutely. are going insane. Because if you're comparing it to the Salem witch trials, you know, where, uh, oh gosh, what was the woman's name? Where she like, um, like did she got like all the girls together right. and they did the ritual where they like made pea cakes and fed it to the right. the woman or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. That was largely associated with her having consumed this particular mold that created a mental instability, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very possible that these people are also having that same instance where, but also there was no uh, studies done into mental illness and mental no. illness has always been around. And there's a very possible explanation that it's just simply people who were having these violent tendencies already not being taken care of, you know? It's true. And just amplified by an area that is with a lot of other people who are also not being taken care of. Um, But there have also been disappearances of inhabitants. Hmm. So some stories claim that people who entered the woods surrounding Dudley Town uh, sometimes disappear without a trace. And um, feeding the legend that the area is cursed and that an evil presence lurks in the forest. And let me tell you what the name of the forest is. It's called the dark entry forest, the dark entry forest. If they didn't want that to be evil and haunted, why would you name it that? (laughs) And it was like the 1920s, right? Yes. When they, so it's, it's not like they were, they were leaning towards anything. They were just like, you know what this forest looks like? Dark entry. Let's dark entry. I'm yes. doing it now. Now I'm doing country yeah. <laughs> voices. Yeah, dark entry. I'm, I'm sorry. It's uh, a frontier. So, I mean. <laughs> it's it, like, this is a wicked fast. Look at that wicked fast. This wicked wicked, wicked fast. fast. But yes. It's a dark entry. Dark it's entry dark fast. Entry. <laughs> dark entry fast. <laughs> Um, so some of the earliest tales of the disappearances date back to the time when Dudley Town was an active community in the colonial times. And there are stories that some residents went into the woods and never returned with no explanation as to what happened to them. Yeah. Now, this can also slightly be explained outside the paranormal, if you will, uh, just because uh, if it's uh, that dark and gruesome of a forest, 
animals. Um, sure. Also, if you uh, mostly professional hikers or like outdoors people mm-hmm. will tell you if you break an ankle in the middle of the woods and you're by yourself, good luck getting yeah, back out. That's you know, it. it's over. Um, but also, I can imagine, and people for can get really uh, in their head that because you're in like a you're surrounded by civilization that going into woods, yeah. you know, you, if you just keep walking, um, it's deceptive. Woods are deceptive. Uh, it does not take a lot of woods to get you lost, disoriented, and mm-hmm. and never found because woods are expansive and they are very difficult. And, and even like a search party of you know 100 people across might miss you mm-hmm. uh, because there's so many places you could have gone. There's so many ways mm-hmm. you could have gone. And uh, if you fall down a hole, if you you know go into a, you know there are sinkholes, there are minor caves, things like that. It's a good chance that you could never be seen again. And Absolutely. This, and during the colonial time, too, these are people who do not know this land, right. do not understand the area at sure. all. It's not like they, I mean, they're they're setting up a, a town, if you will. So it's uh, totally possible that they're, because especially these are people coming from England and the UK in general. This dark woods, but not very unsafe woods. Mm, that's true. That's you know? true. Yeah. So they might not have been they might not have known what they were up against because they just hadn't experienced things like that. But regardless, um, there were also disappearances of children. There were a few legends that children who wandered into the woods around Dudley Town would vanish without a trace, which also added to the eerie reputation. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, to modern times, there have been rumors of hikers and thrill seekers who go into the forest and never come out. So, which is very interesting because we've had a long time to figure out these woods, but that- we have a lot of new devices that help us navigate. You know, we have uh, GPS, we have- Exactly. Any number of things that we could probably pull upon to get us out. I have too, can- navigate me anywhere really exactly right. satellite right, right on my wrist even without the apple watch stuff there's satellite phones where literally you can be anywhere in the middle they're just of- a pocket compass these days i mean yeah they're, they're very common you know uh, there's a compass on my phone so even mm-hmm. without service i should be able to figure out where north west south and east maybe are. it's like antlers there's like the windigo monster oh, sure. that could be could be um <laughs> If you haven't seen Antlers, it's a good movie, but it's like, there's just these people there, you know, looking for hikers and they're like, oh, well, we got one. Here you go, Mr. Antlers. Antlers, what you're thinking of. What am I thinking Antlers of? Antlers is the bad Wendigo movie. The good Wendigo movies that, uh, uh, we mentioned it a couple podcasts. The ago. Ritual? Thank you. That's what it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Antlers was okay. Ritual is really good. The Ritual. Yes. I'm thinking of The Ritual, yeah. but... Yeah, uh, yeah. Where they they literally they're like, here you go, have mm-hmm. Adam, and he's like, gore, and gore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what's happening. Maybe in, that's what's happening in the dark entry forest. The dark entry forest. Um, but yes, there also have been a lot of paranormal investigative teams that have gone out that way who have experience, uh, reported experiencing sensations of disorientation, t- uh, temporary separation from their groups, and leading to brief disappearances that are often resolved when the person or persons are found later. Mm. So 
it could just be one of those forests where like almost like yeah. Ayokigahara, where it's just right. like they just have something about them that makes people either um, not unlike an Ayokigahara where it brings out a sense of depression or um, violence, but it's almost like it just absolutely separates you from reality. Um, which, Did we talk about that bridge where dogs jump to their death? No. What the? There's a bridge where dogs jump to their death, and it's inexplicable, but it happens. And and if the dog doesn't die, it'll climb back up and then jump again. What? What? I, what? But it's that same notion: is there's something causing about that. it? Uh, and what makes it so interesting is that it's an animal that's doing it. That this animal. It's somehow. Let me see. If They're I can like find lemmings it. just jumping off a cliff. Like it's a bizarre. Uh, I, I, I can't even remember where it is, but um, let's see. How bizarre! JT's like, I need to know where this bridge is because I'm never taking my dogs. Yeah, there. literally. Could you imagine if Argyle was like, I'd be jumping in after. Yeah, but that is insane. And there's just, and this is obviously, you know, not one of the only places in the world where it has those types of forests. Right. That's what I'm thinking is like, you know, is there something magnetic? The dog suicide bridge. Not the dog it's suicide in a Scot- bridge. It's in Scotland. <gasps> they, where? Uh, into a Scottish gorge. You need to stop. Why do so many pets keep leaping into a Scottish gorge? Is what? the name of this New York the, Times right, hold on. article. The Fae have to Overton. eat. So. Overton. The Overton. Over, the Overton Bridge. Th- that's the one. The, Madison, remember Remember, I said when we were talking about cursed locations? It was yes. This, that's the oh. one. That's yeah. a cursed location. It's been okay. dubbed right, Dog Suicide Bridge. We can't talk about it. Because we're going to do, do an episode. episode. Okay. Right, ne- next episode, y'all, Dog Suicide Bridge. The Fae we're have to feast. So. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's awful. I hate that. Yeah. But I love it. It's interesting. JT's a massive dog lover, so that's going to be a really oh, uncomfy yeah. episode for Very him. Very uncomfy. That's so... Oh, so... Man. Why? Continuing on with Panera... Uh, pa- not Panera. <laughs> Panera. Panera Investigations. Um, paranormal Investigations. The Age of Bread. The- <laughs> that's what Panera means. Uh, the Age of Bread. Really? Yeah. The Panera. Pan oh, okay. uh, yeah, that makes sense. Well, um, over the years, paranormal investigators and enthusiasts have claimed that they have experienced supernatural activity while investigating Dudley Town. Mm. Um, investigators have claimed to capture EVPs in the area, recording uh, recordings that are believed by some to represent ghostly voices. Uh, now, these sounds are not usually heard at the time of the recording, obviously, um, and are supposedly detected upon playback because the way EVPs differ um, from like normal video is they're listening that these devices are listening for sounds that we cannot hear with yeah. our own ears, basically. Um, Dalen, when we interviewed the ghost hunt or ghost brothers, uh, he was explaining where it's like, it's a really annoying task to do, to do EVPs yeah. because it's literally like you're talking into the device or you're talking out loud and you're like, what's your name? silence and then you're like hopefully it said something yeah. <laughs> it's you know yeah going back and listening for for that and it, it, it's that's where the spirit box became such a, a huge hit right because it was far more immediate yes. exactly p 
people like immediate gratification. It's very <laughs> so, true. But yeah, um, orbs and mists have also been captured. So a, a photograph taken by ghost hunters um, sometimes show orbs or light or misty figures. Not very uncommon with anywhere, really. Uh, orbs and mist are sometimes the most common paranormal activity that people experience because it's just a, uh, an, all an orb is, it's just like a, a manifestation of energy, really. It's uh, it's like a condensing of energy. Right. You know, um, and I used to call it ghost food because I think what an orb is is uh, when, when a spirit needs energy, it's pulling it from the environment. It's creating something edible for it, something nourishing for it. So you often like, what's a cold spot? A cold spot is where the ambient temperature has been consumed by something. Right. It's taking energy. But in the, in the sense of like taking a picture and getting an orb, I think that that is the, the finite point at which energy is about to be consumed. And it also could be the fact that you catch they catch so many orbs and cold spots because that's the, the next one I was going to say is a lot of people uh, experience cold spots is probably because this is private property nowadays and yeah. they're, starved they're starved of attention. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. These are not well-fed ghosts. No. <laughs> and they're like, please, please interact with us. And so, if they're used to like driving people insane and having them kill themselves or others, they're probably like, exactly. where's all the crazy people? Right. <laughs> We're like, we need crazy people. Feed us. Feed us. They're just like little fish. Just like, <laughs> just like little fish. And they're just little, waiting for you fish. to put your fish flakes into the tank. Come to eat your just, sanity. Yeah. But there's also uh, a lot of EMF fluctuations. Uh, so people will bring their EMF detectors. And um, a lot of people uh, have had situations where their emfs they like the second they get over towards the uh tree line of where the dark entry forest is welcome to the dark, dark entry, entry forest. forest it feels like it needs like one of those like super creepy spiky victorian gates in right. front of it yeah, you know it's like but anyway, so um, personal experiences, investigators have reported feeling a sense of unease, being watched or even touched. Um, some describe a heavy atmosphere or sudden emotional change, which is quite compelling um, because that's not necessarily to say that um, the spirits were the ones that were making people commit suicide, but... It could be, you know, um, how it is with like the Sorrel Weed House, where it's like if you go into the slave quarters, if you have depression, people who have depression have very intense feelings in that area. It, it yeah, could definitely. just be because of the heightened amount of suicides. Well, or and I want to say that with the advance of pharmaceuticals, we have learned that there are because you you hear it um, that there are certain drugs that you know in the warning they're like suicidal ideation mm -hmm. is a symptom of some kind of chemical thing that you've put in your body which means that there have been a long history where we did not really pay attention to the fact that you could consume or ingest something that is uh, going to chemically alter your uh, huh. your well-being to the to the point of suicidal ideation because it's like increased gambling is something that can happen from a chemical that I take. 
Yeah. And it's like, what a weird thing to say. And it's like, well, that's how, how fragile the environment of our brain is. The introduction of a chemical can literally change the way we think, can literally change the, the perceptive quality mm-hmm. of our lives to the point at which some people will kill themselves because of a, you know, a medication they've taken. And it's like, uh, what does that tell us about the history of mental illness? Right. Could it be about, you know, your gut biome? Could it be about something that you ingested? Were, were there times when, when, when foods were so unregulated and so unhealthy that people were losing their minds and all we could think was curse? Exactly. Well, and that's that truly is a big part of it. And it's a very interesting thing to think about curses and what have you. And definitely not out of the realm of possibility in the way of that because there was such a high volume of things like this. But mass hysteria is not the that's not the first place to have any type mm-hmm. of mass hysteria. But regardless, um, but in the way of like an investigator nowadays going there and feeling an emotional change, um, a lot of people are uh, empaths and they are sensitive to uh, changes or heightened emotions left behind by spirits and things like that. Mm-hmm. It very well could have been that you're experiencing the emotions of the people who died in this area. So that doesn't surprise me. Um, but people have also accounted on seeing shadows or figures that appear and disappear as well as light anomalies in area where there are no obvious sources of Hmm. light, which is also very interesting. Um, A lot of it does feel very residual um, to me. And if there are active intelligent spirits there, they are doing literally everything they can (laughs) to, to get attention. Um, ring all the bells. Ring all the bells. Flash the lights. Exactly. Do everything you can. And there's an area not too far from here, uh, from from Dudley Town, um, and not too far, relatively speaking. I mean, it's probably hundreds and hundreds of miles. <laughs> um, but uh, in Massachusetts, uh, the Bridgewater Triangle, which is a area where people are like, UFOs happen here, poltergeist yeah. activity, ghosts. And it's a very isolated um, tract of land where they've they've mapped yes. out a triangle where it's that's that's mm-hmm. also on our list for cursed locations yes yeah. you, know, you, you yeah, absolutely sure. have to you know uh, figure that if there's something going on with ley lines magnetic poles yeah. is mm-hmm. there some kind of ore under the ground is the is, is is the water you know picking up some kind of mineral that is driving this kind of sensation because people find themselves in these areas um, and and they're having these experiences, and they're not, you know, regionally, they seem to have the same kind of sure. um, uh, topography, the same sort of fauna, and and uh, and what is the other fauna and fauna flora flora. Thank you. I was like, what's the plant flora? Uh, the the fact that they have similar environments and they can produce these similar effects. Right. It's interesting. Um, and the last thing that people experience when they go to this area, um, in, uh, aiding to the disorientation side of things, um, is people have been re- reporting feeling disoriented or lost in their area, even if they are familiar with the terrain. And this can partially um, uh, be concerning for some people because electronic devices such as GPS units malfunction <laughs> <There you go. laughs> in the area. 
So it makes a lot of sense why the hikers and people like that are getting And even that notion that there's something that, because that's now you're dealing with heavy magnetic interference. Right. uh, Which can very much interfere with you. Like um, uh, the EMF readers that people use, those K2s, are to look for... Uh, magnetic, electromagnetic disturbances in your home, you know, um, loose and faulty wiring and things like that, because those things can make you disoriented, dizzy, feel things. A lot of people who have, um, you know, paranormal experiences, if there is a high output of electromagnetic from uh, from faulty wiring, they can have all these sensations. You know, literally, your brain can can pick mm-hmm. up these uh, electromagnetic disturbances. And maybe none of this even has anything to do with actual Dudley Town and everything to do with the dark entry forest. Right. Um, because one of the weirdest things that, because mind you, all these weird encounters that people are having um, where, you know, like they're getting lost and they're getting disoriented, it's um, all happens in the forest. And something, the biggest thing people encounter when they're in that forest is the intense feeling of silence. Um there's a particularly eerie characteristic of the area where people um, report the absence of forest sounds. So visitors have said that there's an unnatural stillness and a lack of bird song, which adds to the unsettling atmosphere. Oh boy. Um, there's also a- and that too could be because of the magnetic mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. keeping because animals are very sensitive to, yeah. to magnetic waves and, and will avoid it. Yeah, exactly. And there's a intense lack, which is partially why people aren't allowed in this area because they're trying to get the animals to come back because mm-hmm. there's an intense lack of wildlife. Oh, wow. So maybe it was never... If it's the, even driving the, the animals crazy, you know, exactly. there's something going on there. Maybe it was never the Dudley family and they were just blamed. <laughs> so they just... They just uh, Happened to move. Built on the wrong plot of land. Yeah. Maybe don't go into the dark entry forest. And uh, maybe the people who did go insane, if we're looking at it like a folkloric, fun perspective, obviously not fun when people die. But But for story's sake. But for story's sake, maybe (laughs) it's the people who went into the forest and did make it out that the forest was like, I'm going to keep these. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, but... um, we love a good haunted forest. But yeah, that is what we have for y'all today on Dudley Town. So. And we may have launched a, a new series uh, exactly. <laughs> based on, on, on this. Uh, no, and and, and you were introduced to it to... from a, a guest on tour? Yes. Just uh, says, have you heard of Dudley Town? You know, that happens to me a lot. <laughs> so uh, people will come on my tours and, you know, some people, it's usually people share their paranormal stories, which I welcome. I love hearing people's stories. Uh, but this particular guest was from Connecticut and she was like, have you ever heard of Dudley town? And I was like, no, I've never heard of Dudley town. She's like, well, you need to look it up. You'll find it very interesting. And it is. Um, yeah, it's very it is. Interesting. Very interesting. It's very interesting. So yeah, if you guys have suggestions of places that you want us to look up or like topics yeah, that you want us to talk in. about, please let us know. Send it to ghost mail. Uh, you can find us at ghostmail at hauntedcitypodcast.com. <laughs> Why did you become British? What? I don't know. I do that sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's it's a fun time. Um, it is a fun time. Fun time for all. Exactly. Um, but yes, yeah, so thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, don't go into the dark entry forest. Or if you hear a name like the dark entry forest, maybe... Maybe don't. Don't do that. Although there must be uh, somebody in charge of it. So, you know, if you want to, ask permission. Exactly. Maybe they'll grant it. Who knows? Or just 
leave it alone. Or just leave it alone. Listen just to the animals. I was, to, yeah, if the animals don't go there, yeah, maybe you should. Yeah, <laughs> and the words of two girls, one ghost. Listen to your pets. Yeah, listen to your, <laughs> pets. Trust your pets. Trust, Trust your, your pets. pets. Trust your, your pets. pets. Trust your pets. And so, uh, yeah, same with this. Listen to the birds and the foxes. They don't steer you wrong. Right. <laughs> so right. If the animals don't go there, maybe you shouldn't. Exactly. Um, but yes, with that, though, my name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And stay spooky, y'all.